the Women's World Cup advert which is challenging perceptions, and what it says about sport. Kiva O'Neill It is, at first glance, pretty unremarkable. Clips of France's star trio Kylian Mbappe, Kingsley Coman and Antoine Griezmann, overlaid with a soundtrack of passionate commentary and suitably dramatic music. There is dribbling, passing, scoring, all the standard tropes when marketing executives serve up their vision of what football is all about. But is this really what we are seeing? Halfway through, the advert flips to reveal Mbappe and co. aren't there at all. Instead, it is Selma Bacha, Sakina Karkawi, Amandine Henry and other leading players in the French women's team doing the tricks, flicks and feints that had the viewers jaw dropping a few seconds before. The whole advert, for the telecommunications giant Orange, is a dupe, but an ingenious one. It was created by artificial intelligence platform Marcel and seeks to challenge prejudices which exist towards women's football, highlighting the athleticism and majesty of Les Blues under the initial disguise of Les Blues. It has become a viral sensation since it premiered to an audience in France. Everyone's going to be drawn in because they think it's Mbappe and his teammates, says Grace Quinn, head of women's football marketing for Art of Football, a football fashion brand based in Nottingham who has worked on AOF projects featuring lionesses such as Lucy Bronze, Kira Walsh, Georgia Stanway and Mary Earps. It's good in reaching those audiences like the classic lad in the pub who will absolutely dump on women's football. It's good because it will make people second-guess. And if it wasn't men's football stars, a lot of men wouldn't have bothered watching it. Orange's advert is not without its problems. It has been pointed out by more seasoned observers of women's football online that, for all its technical brilliance, it still relies on including France's male superstars to maximize its impact. Watching the women's game through their male counterparts has become a wearyingly familiar feeling. But by tapping into a nation's adoration for their men's national team infinity and in doing so connecting with football fans everywhere, Orange are at least challenging perception, and not a moment too soon. A recent experiment conducted by the University of Zurich, UCH, tested to see whether gender bias existed in a group of 613 men by showing them clips of men and women's footballers. One group watched blurred clips and were therefore unable to identify any player's gender, another were shown the same videos unmodified with each gender clear. All participants were asked to score each performance out of five. The findings concluded that those who did not know the gender of the players did not find any significant differences with the quality of their performances. The performances of male players were only rated significantly higher compared to women when their genders were clear. Carlos Gomez, who works at the Department of Business Administration at UCH and authored the study, tells The Athletic there was sufficient evidence to suggest gender biases exist against women's footballers which impact on the revenue, investment and coverage of women's football. To some extent it does influence public opinion and perceptions. I'm sure this stereotyping has an influence, Gomez says. I talked to some sports professionals and I think tendencies are changing, for the better. As for the advert by Orange, Gomez's reaction echoed that felt by many others. I was just scrolling down on Twitter and I saw Griezmann, one of my favorite players. I had no idea what I was watching. When I realized what happened, it blew my mind. I was shocked by what they did. 
This influences your perception when you realize you are watching women or men's stereotypes can come to your mind. They make us aware of the biases we might have and research has also shown that raising awareness of biases is important to overcome them. Orange are not alone in pushing the boundaries of marketing the women's game. Females are being represented more in football while women's footballers now have a bigger share of the platforms. And to borrow a Lizzo lyric, it's about damn time. This isn't an act of benevolence, though. Women's sport, and football especially, is big business. CNBC reported in March that sponsorship deals for women's sport grew 20% year-on-year in 2022, according to the sports and entertainment intelligence platform Sponsor United. Ally Financial, the banking firm, recently signed a multi-million dollar deal with Disney's ESPN, requiring 90% of the investment to be funneled into women's sports. There's just so much upside in women's sports and so much that hasn't been done yet, said John Patrickoff, CEO and co-founder of Athletes Unlimited, a network of professional women's sports leagues, told CNBC. I think marketers are recognizing that. That much is obvious when you see Hannah Waddingham, the exuberant and brilliant Ted Lasso actor, also known for a sparkling appearance as co-host of this year's Eurovision Song Contest, extolling the virtues of women's sport in an advert for Johnny Walker Whiskey, not a product traditionally targeted at women. This summer, women's soccer is taking its rightful place on the global stage and while all attention should be on these courageous athletes, this is not the reality, she said in a reel shared to her Instagram. Even though more than 40% of all athletes today are women, they still receive less than 10% of total sports news coverage. It's time we help change that we must do better to ensure women receive the same visibility, recognition and accurate portrayals as their male counterparts. Waddingham may have been reading from a script, but her words have meaning and her star power has cut through. And that advert is not just tapping into a Ted Lasso fanbase and selling whiskey, but reaching out beyond it to educate and empower. The surge in interest and competition may also have made the traditional behemoths of sports marketing up their game. Take Nike and Adidas, the two market leaders in sports manufacturing and whose advertising approaches to this World Cup have differed. Both center on a star-studded cast of in-house talent. For Nike, Megan Rapino has her own animation with a song so catchy United States fans will doubtless be singing it throughout her last World Cup before retirement later this year. One of Brazil's most talented players, Dubinha, has been given the Ronaldo dribbling through an airport treatment, think the 1998 World Cup. Her ad places her in a corner shop where she displays her tricks in Nike slides. When she eventually kicks a bag of coffee back onto the top shelf, she leaves with a smirk. Joga Forever is the message with Joga Benito, Nike's 2006 World Cup ad campaign for Brazil, nostalgia at its core. They justify the use of a supermarket aisle by saying Dubinha's skills shine wherever she is. We also see Ada Hagerberg take on everyone in the Norwegian forward's own unique video. She is chased down by an entire opposition team, their backroom staff, bench and mascot. China's Wang Xuan also has an anime-style production akin to Rapinos with a message about playing football with heart. U.S. prodigy Sophia Smith, meanwhile, scares her opponents with a smile as one defender stresses about coming up against her. 
Finally, Sam Kerr makes the whole world turn upside down, her goal-making fans flip over in an homage to her signature celebration. Nike's main promotional video then brings all of this together plus by adding in four more players to make up a starting 11. A caption says, Know their names. Know their game. This new storyline takes us from the seconds before Brandy Chastain's unforgettable World Cup winning moment for the US in 1999 before dropping us into now. It has already been viewed over 7 million times on Instagram. The caption is reminiscent of Germany's squad announcement from 2019. That video took a run at a similar theme in a more pointed way. We play for a nation that doesn't even know our names. It was presented through a mix of German humor and mocked women's football stereotypes. Norway's players did a similar thing ahead of the 2015 World Cup by appearing in a spoof documentary where they played into negative stereotypes. This is where we see how much the game has truly grown. Poking fun at stereotypes in the main is a thing of the past, now, these commercial behemoths have recognized that there is an informed, passionate and devoted fanbase who are only too aware of these footballers' talents. Adidas's World Cup advert gives us a flicker into this graduation. When the whole world is watching, play until they can't look away. Pick.twitter.com slash mqaprjl01t, https colon slash slash t.co slash mqaprjl01t. Adidas, at Adidas, July 12, 2023, https colon slash slash twitter.com slash adidas slash status slash 16790222509497384964 question mark ref underscore src equals sign twsrc percent sign 5 edfw. England's Alessia Russo, Germany's Lena Oberdorf and Australia's Mary Fowler star alongside one of the women's game's best male advocates and Ian Wright who cameos alongside his granddaughter. David Beckham appears briefly too, while Lionel Messi also pops up in his second Women's World Cup advert in as many days. The Argentinian-led Budweiser's campaign too. As women's World Cup moments are projected onto storage containers, the 2022 Men's World Cup winning captain asks. Who will be next? Some might feel, harking back to the point made about Orange's advert, that Messi isn't needed for either. Others will think involving Messi, the game's biggest superstar and therefore influencer, is a sign of progress and a good way of increasing audience. Brands like Adidas are putting women and men on the same screens in an attempt to equal the playing field. This approach is one Nike employed at the end of 2022 ahead of the Men's World Cup. Footballverse, their AI-charged ad, featured United States two-time World Cup winners Alex Morgan and Carly Lloyd as well as England's Euro 2022 winning captain Leah Williamson and Australia's gifted goalscorer Kerr. These four players appeared alongside eight men's players past and present. Mbappe joined Cristiano Ronaldo and Kevin De Bruyne plus artificially formed legends like Brazil duo Ronaldo and Ronaldinho. Seeing four icons of the women's game involved in this global campaign on the eve of the tournament was empowering, even if the reaction of the misogynistic minority ignored this visible sign of progress. Advertising is a cynical business, with each cause and every message carefully calculated, but that does not mean doing the right thing and the most lucrative thing never overlap. Changing perceptions and cancelling out prejudice and discrimination of women's football is important, and it is something marketing teams have worked on. 
They know the value of catching the wave at the right time, and women's football is cresting right now. In terms of advertising in a social media age, you've got to base what you're doing on what's going to go viral, says Quinn. Making things that people are going to comment on, people are going to share. Adverts, like Orange, don't really want to sell a product. In a cost-of-living crisis, people don't like to be sold stuff. It feels forced. Now it's more about selling a lifestyle. I can't really see this changing. As Quinn mentions, the most popular adverts aren't selling one particular product. They are selling us a culture, and, right now, women's football is it. Top photo, orange.